okay. I've been threatening to do this for a while, so I might as well do it. Postmortem on the Netflix Marvel MCU. Or is it the MCU? Because I don't think uh, the film side really didn't treat uh, the Netflix stuff as MCU. But the MCU, uh, like, TV guys, like, in general, the Netflix and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the whatever, they tried so hard to be uh, MCU. Uh, Alright, so... Let's start in the beginning. When Marvel was making movies, Netflix, uh, I think, came to them and purchased the rights to make the four shows that they did, which eventually was going to be Defenders, uh, being the culmination of it. And I'm stuck in traffic already. So, the... Uh, I don't know who started what. I don't know if like Marvel approached Netflix, hey, let's make a thing, or if like because uh, I know Netflix is the one that paid the licensing fee, so uh, that would be a great move on Marvel's part. Is like, hey, you guys uh, want some of this? Uh, give us some money. So Marvel. Uh, and Netflix, because Netflix was, the, I think, the ones that made the shows, and Marvel oversaw. I don't know how it works. Uh, I'm neither an expert, uh, but I can, I'm not an expert on the back uh, back uh, room stuff. Like, uh, there's people lie all the time, and people uh, know, like unless you actually have the documents in front of you, like you can never really take someone's account of things, uh, like as truth. So, uh, the first one they did was Daredevil, and Daredevil was, uh, very gritty and, like, not a departure from the comics, but, uh, like, you could tell that the people involved were fans, because it starts out with Matt Burdock going blind, and then... His dad dies. He gets sent to an orphanage. So he grows up to become this lawyer vigilante. And it's very much an origin story. But it's also a rise to power story for Kingpin. Like Kingpin meets Vanessa. Uh, Vanessa changes the way he looks at things. Uh, all that stuff. And it's just this great epic story because... Um, like, there's certain moments where I just knew um, that Daredevil was going to be a different beast than, say, the Marvel movies, which, let's face it, they're good. They're really good. But um, the Marvel movies are family films. And I say that um, knowing that, like, I think they're, like, PG-13 for the most part. But... The, the Netflix shows tend to be R uh, or very hard PG-13 because uh, they are not family shows. They, uh, they are darker, grittier. Um, the, 
maybe not necessarily as gory, uh, well, the, even the movies aren't really that gory, but the, not as gory as, say, like, an actual horror movie, but still, the, so, the moments that I knew that Daredevil was going to be different was when Kingpin kills a Russian, uh, that worked under him, uh, with a car door, like, just puts his head in inside the door and just slams and slams and slams. Also, which I'm, I think it was the same episode. I know it wasn't the first episode. It was like the second or third episode. You got the hallway fight in Daredevil, which was just real simple, like a one continuous shot. We're going to have stunt doubles uh, switch out of places. We're going to have... Matt Murdock go in there, uh, which the suit that they give him is the Dexter uniform with a, uh, uh, a blindfold so that, uh, no one can see his face and like it raises some questions. So it's like, how does that guy see? Well, it turns out he doesn't see at all, but the, the, the show itself was pretty goddamn awesome. Um, Deborah Ann Wolf, Deborah Wolf, uh, yeah, uh, Jessica from True Blood. Uh, she did an awesome. Um, damn it! Can't think of the character's name. It's like Karen Page, son of a bitch. Where was that five seconds ago? So anyway, Karen, uh, Deborah Ann Wolf does an awesome uh, Karen Page. Uh, the, the dude uh, that plays Foggy uh, has... Like, you have to realize that the characters in the comics all have a certain energy to them. Where in the comics, Karen Page, uh, depending on who's writing her... Uh, is uh, giving her a, like a certain amount of energy, like she, like she's like sort of competent, but not really competent. Um, like in in the in the Netflix show, like uh, she's raw materials in the beginning. Um, like she has chemistry uh, with Matt Murdock, and there's a like a will they won't they uh, aspect of it. Um, then. She gets involved with like uh, Ben Urich, uh, who, if there is, if I have one criticism of uh, the the Netflix show, they killed Ben Urich, and I don't care spoilers. It's been out for like four or five years now. Come on, it was a great uh, like plot point and it was handled pretty well. It's not like they just killed off like some random character. Um, like there was like a, like the first season of Daredevil managed to give everything A, because it was new and B, because we kind of haven't seen a long form show before. Uh, everything got a little bit of weight. Uh, when Wesley, um, Kingpin's right hand man, uh, tries to fix problems, like, 
you don't know who he is, so the way he handles it, he did a really good job. Like, like uh, he's trying to get the gun uh, that uh, that is connected to the kingpin. Like, it's a smoke. It's a literal smoking gun. It's hidden underneath a a, um, uh, a pinball machine. Uh, there's these two kids playing the game, and the kids tell him, "Hey, screw off! We're playing here first. So. You're wondering what he's going to do, so he pull, reaches into a pocket, pulls out a quarter, and puts it on the in the game machine, and is like, I call next. And I was like, okay. The, like, little stuff like that, because he could have reached into his knife, scared the kids, which that would have been dumb, because that causes more problems. He could have paid them off, which causes more problems, because it's like, hey, why are you paying us off to go play pinball? Then he was like, nah, I'll just wait. I'm going to wait, and I'm going to wait in a way that you guys understand. <coughs> so, the show is really good. Uh, it builds up to uh, the reveal of Daredevil having a suit, the Daredevil suit, and they do it within, like, comment, like, uh, they do it in a reasonable way. So, like, I have no issues with the way that they built up the suit. The suit, however, uh, becomes problematic later on, and I'll get to that. So, next show up, uh, Alias, a.k.a. Jessica Jones. So, Alias was great television. Uh... It, w- it had a more universal message uh, and not even so much a message just what it explored was way better than uh, what Daredevil explored Daredevil is an epic it's a narrative poem uh, with Jessica Jones the first season um, it was like um sort of like social commentary, but not really social commentary, but it was character-based. Uh, like, like each, each episode had, like, an unforgettable moment, and that is hard. But, uh, when, like, they're looking for Purple Man, played by David Tennant, who, whenever you talk, uh, Marvel villains, um, he's up there. Because just well executed, well well written, uh, uh, well prepared. Uh, purple, his purple man, or Killgrave, as they call him, because, like I said, the Netflix shows have have a way of uh, making things grittier, more down to earth, and with Killgrave, he has the ability to command people to do things, but it has to be within their ability. He can't command uh, a dude to jump over the Empire State Building, uh, but if he has a super-powered female like Jessica under his power, like, she can. And the dude is literally uh, always getting what he wants. Uh, It it uh, goes without... um, His power is uh, like... uh, is viral, like, it's infectious, uh, 
like once people get infected with the virus that's around him and like he gets an origin story uh, his parents like are like like we were working really hard to cure this one disease or his disease or something like that and uh but in their work like in their working hard to cure his disease like they tortured him like like at a certain point it's like you gotta let it go uh there's gotta be better options, but the and Jessica Jones did a really good job of like like uh, consequent actions have consequences. Even if like the person in charge did not have uh, control of themselves, uh, like the dude that uh, was her uh, like um, lived on the same floor as her, like he was a well-to-do college student who like, took up heroin, but it turns out he only took up heroin because Purple Man, like, told him to be the mole for, on Jessica Jones, so, that was deep, because, like, uh, him getting, uh, sober, getting clean from a thing that he didn't really want to be in the first place, uh, and the, uh, the commentary on, like, uh, like surviving like a like a really traumatic experience like either rape or drugs that the show brought on was really deep like I said uh, it's a different kind of good now if Jessica Jones had a weak point it was not uh, Trish uh, or Patsy uh, Walker Hellcat like it, it was none of that like later on, like, like, uh, it wasn't so much her, but the people behind her, I mean, the writers and producers that, uh, had their failings, but the, but, like, there are certain things that were out of place, because, like, I couldn't tell what was world building, because it was the second show, you don't necessarily know what things are going on, um, instead of, uh, bringing uh, Nuke into Daredevil, they brought Nuke into Jessica Jones, which that was a surprise because I didn't know if they were gonna like have Nuke go into um, sorry about that. Okay, so... The... What was it? Um, Nuke being a plot in uh, early on, that one was good. Uh, what they did with him, though, was a fucking waste. So... The... I'll get to that later in the second season, but... Anyway, um, the next one we got was Luke Cage. Luke Cage uh, had really good people behind it, um, and the people behind Luke Cage got Luke Cage, and not only got Luke Cage, like they were, uh, they put Luke Cage in a position to succeed. So. Luke Cage, it, like, can be split into two th- uh, parts. Before uh, Cottonmouth dies and after Cottonmouth dies. 
before Cottonmouth dies, it is a legitimate uh, look. Not even legitimate look, but like at being. It was like a, an honest attempt at being real. Like after Cottonmouth dies, it gets contrived, and uh, when it, when it gets contrived, it's all the comic book stuff happening. It's like it's your long lost. Uh, brother, your half brother, your—he's the villain. He's a arms dealer. Uh, he sent you to prison. All that stuff, because that was Diamondback. And Diamondback, like one of the main criticisms I saw of Luke Cage season one, other than Cottonmouth dying uh, and the the villains uh, go down a notch, the the joy of Luke Cage for black people, according to uh, this one uh, guy, was you have a black man that is bulletproof. That no matter what you shoot him with, he will not die from a bullet. Uh, His skin is too tough. He's strong as hell. Um, There's other ways to attack him, but he is bulletproof. And um, in a climate where you have, uh, like, police brutality, gang violence, uh, like, random, uh, um, hate crimes, like, a bulletproof black man resonated really well. And when Diamondback shows up with this alien gun that can, uh, shoot this, uh, bulletproof black man, uh, it... I could see why people were pissed off. It's like, damn it, you literally brought in a magic bullet to kill our, uh, our superhero. Uh, it, like, for me, I think that was lazy writing on their end because, uh, like, Alfre Woodward, who uh, she gets uh, like uh, better stuff to work with, like uh, in the second season. Um, she she literally said to everyone, "It's like." Have you tried drowning him? Have you tried burning him on fire? Like, like, uh, like put him in a building and just like set it on fire. Like I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but like she literally did say, did you try drowning him? Uh, which by the way, I think that would have worked. Uh, part of the reason why we, I, I know I liked Cottonmouth because there was a, uh, like a morality to him, but when he gets really pissed off and he decides to handle things himself. He shows up with an RPG, blasts the restaurant that Luke Cage is in, and buries him under rubble. Uh, there, there's something respectable about that. It's like, you've been a pain in my ass. Nothing else has worked. I'm going to up the ante, and then I'm going to bury you underneath a house. Like, that... Like, that... It could have worked. Like, there's something... Res- and... Uh, I think part of it was, like, Mahershala Ali is such an incredible actor, but I I really do believe that they put more effort into uh, Cottonmouth than they did with Shades and they did with uh, Black Mariah. So, Luke Cage was good. Um, I should mention at this point that at all four shows that Netflix announced that it took, they were doing uh, two a year. They did uh, Daredevil uh, one year, then they did um, 
I think the because I think that came out in October. So I think uh, early in on it was either spring or summer. They did Jessica Jones. Then they did Luke Cage later that year. And I'm trying to remember if they did Daredevil. I think they did Daredevil season two after they did because uh, uh, I'm trying to remember because I know. Uh, Defenders happened post Daredevil season 2 well anyway we all know that this is building towards the Defenders the Defenders was supposed to be Netflix's answer to the Avengers which was small street level uh, crime fighting not the superheroics that you get in the movies so uh, everything's building up to this, and the I think the last one before uh, Defenders was Iron Fist. Now here's the problem with Iron Fist: they rushed the shit out of this show. Um, like Finn Jones said that he was learning the choreography to the fights, like same day, same day. Like, 15 minutes before you're supposed to do this awesome scene, you, uh, you have to learn the moves, which Finn Jones is a good actor, good enough actor. I mean, I haven't seen him in anything that, like, really pushes his boundaries, but uh, he, he worked as Loras Tyrell uh, in Game of Thrones because he's one of two Game of Thrones uh, people that uh, got cast in um, Iron Fist. The other one was the uh, woman who plays um, plays not Misty Knight, um, Daughters of the Dragon, not Misty Knight. Dad, God damn it! Uh, what's her name? Misty and. Not Sandra. Not. Colleen Wing. Colleen Wing. Okay, so Colleen Wing was played uh, by uh, one of the uh, uh, the, the Sand Daughters, um, uh, Sand Vipers uh, from Game of Thrones. So, uh, okay. Um, she was awesome in the show. Her stuff was great. The writers, I think, didn't know how to handle Iron Fist. And they were not put in a position to succeed. Um, the showrunner that they got for Iron Fist, um, I don't know the guy, but I hate his work. Uh, he was the guy that came in on Dexter, uh, the shit years, and I don't know I don't know who... who um, is his uh, brother-in-law or his cousin or his best friend or if he's the guy that if this if the situation is bad enough uh, he can do it like uh, like like we need a season uh, in two weeks go it's like I got you uh, like so he's either like the super utilitarian I can get it done guy or or someone uh, is owed a f- uh, favor uh, that he cashes in time after time. So, uh, they ended up replacing him for season two, but the, 
And plus, Iron Fist had problems going into it that no show deserves. I take that back. Some shows deserve it, but not every show you think. Uh, like, uh, remember when, uh, like, uh, David and David or whatever from uh, Game of Thrones, those two showrunners? Remember uh, when they were talking about ending Game of Thrones, that their next show was going to be called The Confederacy, where uh, they would look, have an alternative uh, look at uh, uh, at the Civil War as if, the, if it ended in a stalemate so that there was Confederate States of America and the United States of America, and going forward with that. Uh, you remember the blowback they got then? Imagine if they got it now. Holy shit, that would have been amazing. Ugh. So anyway, like that show kind of deserved it, but I, I said it at, the, at that time then, and I'll say it uh, now. Wait till the show is here to hate it. Don't hate a show before uh, uh, it's arrived. Please. So everyone wanted a half-Asian Iron Fist, and the reason why uh, they wanted it was because apparently white people can't do kung fu movies. That it's a white savior trope. It's um, problematic. It's uh, from a bygone time. That we're not allowed to do those anymore. I was like, no. Like Iron Fist is about a, a guy crash landing uh, in the best possible spot to learn kung fu in this mystical city where he uh, learns kung fu because it's the only thing he can do and he's never really accepted even though he's the person put in charge of uh, the, the greatest power because he earned it. Now, here's here's the problem with uh, uh, depicting that in a show. Um, a, they never showed the city. They never showed uh, the place that he came from and they only talked about it and when they talked about it, it was never good. It's like, here's this awesome city where, like, I trained really hard and, like, got my ass busted and, uh, uh, was caned every day if I, uh, mistakenly, like, it was miserable, but I was, if I was great, though, uh, second, uh, the, the even bigger mistake was, what is the number one thing everyone likes about Game of Thrones? The dragons. Uh, like, like, uh, Everyone got involved uh, with like the, the the truth, the speaking truth to power sort of deal going on, but uh, the dragons like season one, season two, season three, that hooked everybody in the dragons because they did them really damn well. All they had to do in season one was have a like an, a legitimate look at the dragon, a legitimate look. This man fights a dragon and gets his powers from a dragon. That's all they had to do. And what we end up getting is like this uh, family drama about a guy coming back and screwing up the ecosystem because he doesn't know how to because uh, he doesn't know how to be corporate. Uh, but he is like like at least a good guy, and things are going on. But. It. Uh, so, Iron Fist was like, I defended it at the time, but like I defended it on the basis that like I like Iron Fist as a character, and this is me getting Iron Fist. So 
that's what it is. Then, uh, I might as well talk about uh, Daredevil Season 2 because it kind of uh, factors into, because uh, it's still a part of the first wave, because uh, I, I, I think of everything as like uh, pre-defenders and post-defenders. So, pre-defenders, um, Daredevil Season 2, uh, you're dealing with the hand more than you're dealing with Wilson Fisk. Wilson Fisk has maybe the best episode of the season when he makes a return, and you see him interact with Matt Burdock, and you see him interact with Frank Castle, because Frank Castle, the Punisher, is the best part about season two of uh, Daredevil, and it's the relationship between the two characters for the most part. And then uh, they also decided that it would be a good time to bring in Elektra. So once the uh, Frank Castle uh, opening arc takes a, a backseat, Elektra comes into play. And then Frank Castle is around, but it's like, hey, we got a show that we got to launch, so here we go. John Bernthal as the Punisher might be the best casting. Along with, uh, like, Wilson Fisk, Vincent D'Onofrio. Like, those are the two best castings I think I've seen. Maybe even David Tennant as uh, Purple Man. But, uh, Elodie Young as Elektra works. Like, she's a mezcal drinking uh, ninja. Uh, she was trained by Stick. Uh, She's more involved in the uh, the day to day of the war between the the chaste and the hand, and there's some straight up Frank Miller moments in there. Like there's like they're driving an old car, uh, and there's ninjas on the rooftops, and they're all attacking, and like Foggy and Matt are having a uh, a breakup, and same thing with Jessica. The problem I'm having with season two of Daredevil was that it was trying to do too much. It was good, but it wasn't great. It wasn't as great as season uh, one, and it's not as great as season three. So, uh, by uh, definition, uh, or process of elimination, it's, it's the it's the weakest uh, season of uh, Daredevil. Okay, Defenders. Defenders was supposed to be this, like, hyped up. Everyone teams up. Everyone fights each other. Uh, and it's going to be versus Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon was... Uh, uh, I'm more on that later. I'm just going to say it up front. I was disappointed in Defenders. Like, it was good-ish. Not good enough. Good-ish. Um... Like, it had a story, it had a plot, uh, it moved characters along, um, it sort of dealt with things, it sort of didn't, and, uh, for the amount of hype that we were gonna get with, um, for the amount of hype that we got with Defenders, there was not enough, uh, bang for the buck. Uh, highlights of Defenders is 
Iron Fist versus Luke Cage because Danny Rand cannot beat up uh, Luke Cage unless he uses the Iron Fist and then he can knock him out. And that was like the like Mike Coulter's face is like, what the hell just happened as he's getting punched uh, was was great. Um, the uh, chemistry between Kristen Ritter and uh, Charlie Cox, uh, their characters, like uh, was awesome. Daredevil being the only one to show up in a costume, um, while like Jessica Jones is wearing like uh, a leather jacket. Danny is showing up in a jumpsuit, and Luke Cage has a hoodie on, uh, and he's the only one like that was the death knell for the outfit. Uh, like, they killed it in that moment. It's like, it's like, like, even, like, uh, if Captain America and Iron Man showed up, it would still be, uh, like, ridiculous. It's like, how did you get one of these? Like, we're millionaires and government supported. Those guys over there are, uh, like, and plus, Daredevil has the most difficult to translate to film uh, outfit of any, I don't care who it is the Creeper would have a better time uh, getting a a film made of him uh, with his outfit. The all red leather outfit that Daredevil wears looks great on the page does not translate to uh, film see Ben Affleck and see season two, uh, or, uh, not even season two, see, uh, the, the fact that, like, they can't even do an all red one, because every time they, uh, do a, uh, costume, like, it's like a, a, a modified version, like, it's a modified design, so, <sighs> what I would, what I would say is, uh, the original outfit that they had for Daredevil in the beginning with, like, a couple modifications instead of, uh, like, it being the, the Dexter shirt that you can get in any, uh, dollar store, uh, have it be the armor. Have, have it be the bulletproof stuff. Have it be, uh, like, worn out because that's what they ended up going to in season three. So, Defenders, uh, Defenders is when I realized uh, the Netflix stuff. I think everyone like came and thought about it. it. Was like the Netflix stuff could not work, like as in like this could not work. The uh, whole uh, emphasis on like doing like gritty stuff or whatever. Uh, It'll survive on its villains. It'll survive on the storytelling. It'll survive on the attractions. Like, the water cooler moments. Um, and trust me, for the most part, they were all very good at that. Defenders was... It felt like they were putting a puzzle together and not in the good way. Like, like if, like, I had hope for it early on, but 
the problem that like you're realizing now is that the the Netflix stuff was very self like it'll make references to all the uh, the movie stuff like it, it referenced the Avengers it referenced Iron Man it referenced all that stuff but you realize oh Iron Man's never showing up Captain America's never showing up uh what the hell like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. never even showed up and that was in uh like uh, you realize that uh the Marvel films and the Marvel TV stuff, it might as well have been like two separate universes. So, forget what show came out first after Defenders. Um, I think it was. Uh, I'm trying to remember if it was uh, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, or Iron Fist. Um, but, or maybe it was the Punisher, but a couple of the shows had slumps, sophomore uh, slumps. Um, Jessica Jones, uh, season two, had one fatal flaw in it, in that it wasn't uh, like superheroes, like, like you gotta stop the bad guy, or you gotta fix the problem. Well, it went personal tragedy hardcore personal tragedy um like any any uh, thoughts that they were gonna uh, uh have more nuke in the show killed him uh pretty damn early too killed off nuke uh, so we're not having him go into daredevil then uh they had like little things that made you happy like they had uh jessica jones dealing with the fallout of being a like a a famous uh, superhero uh, didn't really uh, dig deep into that one. Uh, they made the villain her mom, which when I say that, it was like it's like wow, I really can't do anything with my mom because she's my mom, so I'm gonna just help her out, and we're just gonna go back and forth, even though she's a murderous, uh, homicidal uh, rage uh, monster. Um, and my sister, uh, adopted sister, who's really an addict uh, at heart, uh, like, like really wants to be me, but she can't, and uh, doesn't have the self-awareness uh, to stop uh, trying to be a pain in the ass. So, the show, second season, uh, falls real flat compared to season one, which, like, really hits them highs. Uh, Luke Cage season two, Bushmaster was awesome, awesome villain, has the ability to challenge Luke Cage, and he get, he does it through mysticism and uh, chemical uh, uh, dependency, uh, but does not have a magic bullet that uh, kills black men. That's bulletproof. So great improvement. However, same problem as before. Post death of Cottonmouth, who's the who's Who's the bad guy that you really want to see uh, go? And they don't have that. Alfred Woodward has, a, and, and uh, the guy who plays uh, Shades, they have a lot more stuff to work with as performances go. But pretty contrived. Um, 
making Luke Cage the the guy who has to uh, affect the system from within, making him the crime boss of Harlem. Uh, that was an interesting place to leave it on because all the comics people in the crowd are going, is Luke Cage going to be shadow landing, uh, soon? Which was a Daredevil storyline where, uh, Daredevil gets possessed by the hand, uh, demon and, uh, takes over the hand and sets up, uh, shop in New York and all that. So (coughs) putting Luke Cage in a similar position where it's like, like, crime's gonna happen. I can either, like, uh, like raise everyone's standards by myself or, or keep chasing my tail like I was before. Uh, side note, the, the, the greatest shame about season two of Luke Cage, uh, they casted uh, Reg E. Kathy uh, as Luke Cage's father and... Uh, Reggie Kathy passed away while they were filming it, and it's like, it's like, damn it! Like uh, a really good actor, uh, like passed away in the middle of what they were making. That, like, like as as someone who appreciates the uh, the art, uh, and plus also appreciated uh, what the actor brought to roles, uh, that that hurt. So, maybe the best uh, season one to season two turnaround was Iron Fist. Because Iron Fist, season uh, two, episode one, had more action in it than pretty much half, or if not all, of season one. It had sword fights, it had karate, it had people with axes, it was great. Uh, so, season two of Iron Fist... Um, Danny Rand uh, is not doing the whole uh, uh, corporate um, business owner thing. He sucks at it. So he's just like living with uh, Colleen uh, in a small apartment, like in Chinatown, uh, trying to uh, trying to deal with like uh, post defenders uh, world. Um, He's dealing with his own problems that sort of came, uh, that he sort of created. So, uh, Black Serpent, Black Dragon, whatever uh, that dude's name is, was his friend. And his friend, uh, uh, manages to take the Iron Fist away from him. So they, uh, managed to succeed in appeasing the whole social justice warrior aspect of, it's like, well, we really can't have an American white guy be uh, a kung fu master in today's society, uh, to which I say, kiss my ass, like, uh, we just, uh, we just wanted, uh, we wanted the action, like, like, uh, like it's, uh, who are you to t- tell us that we can't have it? So, uh, the, so Colleen Wing ends up being Iron Fist, uh, but I was really impressed with season two because they were like leaning into like the, the Matt Fraction David, uh, 
Aja, um, I know there's a second writer involved in there uh, with their Iron Fist. It was Matt Fraction and I'm trying to remember who the, 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 the co-writer was on that series. That era might be the, one of the greatest, like, because they were dealing with, like, uh, uh, the immortal Iron Fist. They were dealing with the, uh, the multiple cities. That would, that, uh, if they managed to pull, got into more of that, that would have been great. And, uh, don't tell me that, uh, Danny Rand couldn't do, uh, Iron Fist well, because season two of Luke Cage, when Iron Fist shows up for that one episode, guess what? Uh, it was so goddamn good. Like, their relationship, like, uh, their different approaches. Uh, like, if you put, like, that's why I don't give Finn Jones a hard time about, like, his portrayal, because I think, I'm willing willing to say out loud, I think he, uh, did better, uh, uh, than what he was working with, than, uh, what other people would do, so... The the Punisher came out um, around this time, post Defenders. I think it was, I think Punisher was the uh, first one after the Defenders to come out. Uh, Punisher season one is one of the if it's not top three, it's top five for just quality. Uh, television, quality storytelling, um, the, the, the show is not, um, as Punisher as, uh, season two Daredevil was, but John Bernthal's Punisher with Micro and, uh, like, uh, dealing with, uh, who eventually, uh, becomes, uh, Jigsaw, uh, dealing with, like, cops, dealing with Madani, dealing with the army, because that was the main difference, like, uh, the Netflix show, like, they didn't want to have crooked, uh, they didn't want to have gangsters kill, uh, Frank Castle's family, they wanted, um, uh, the, it to be, like, a military, uh, conspiracy, and, okay, I mean, it's, it's same concept, but, uh, 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 different approach. All right. The, but the, uh, like the, the, the military, uh, the, the characters in Punisher are awesome. Now, around this time, certain things start happening. Um, when everyone, post defenders, Netflix starts canceling the shows because Luke Cage uh, season 2 drops and Netflix cancels it Uh, one story is that um, the showrunners and them could not come to an agreement on the direction that they wanted to go which to me doesn't really make sense because like then get new showrunners that'll go in the direction that you want to go but that, that was weird. Then Iron Fist gets canceled. I was like, what? Okay, this is odd. So then it starts coming out that um, 
Netflix uh, isn't getting the views that it would need to justify paying the uh, licenses for the characters. Which, okay, that's a thing. That's an actual uh, response. But you're not going to do anything with the characters? What's up? Over the years that Netflix and Marvel were working together, Disney bought... I think Disney already owned uh, Marvel because I think it was around um, 2008 that Disney bought Marvel, I believe. It could have been... Actually, no, it couldn't, it couldn't have been that. I think it was 2012? Anyway, uh, Disney owns Marvel. So whenever the hell Disney bought Marvel, like, uh, that's what happened. So Disney, uh, Disney bought Marvel and Disney wanted to make a, uh, streaming service because why is Disney going to give Netflix all the goddamn, uh, uh, stuff that they have when they could just like take all the stuff that they have, make more stuff, and put it on one app, and get a, uh, a monthly fee from everyone that wants to see it. Makes sense. So, Netflix says, well, we're going to stop making Marvel shows that we're uh, going to just cancel the shows that we have, because we're going to own those in perpetuity, but... We're not going to uh, promote a competitor. We're not going to like. We're not going to make someone else that's competing with us more money than uh, anything. So uh, this becomes exceptionally clear when uh, they cancel uh, the Punisher and they cancel Jessica Jones at the same time. And I take that back. When they canceled Daredevil after Daredevil Season 3, which was a return to form, if you ask me, uh, that's when I realized, oh, they're pulling the plug. The... I should mention, like, there's things I've glossed over, like the fact that Rosario Dawson was in uh, the first third or so of uh, the Netflix universe. Like, she was, like, the, the recurring character. Uh, like she was in a couple episodes, uh, one episode of Jessica Jones. She was in Daredevil season one. She was in, uh, Iron Fist more. So, uh, she was in Luke Cage a lot. She was in Defenders and then, uh, post, uh, uh, Defenders, she was in Luke Cage for a little bit. So to watch, um, the entire, uh, Marvel Netflix thing, uh, yeah, that's what happened, I think they canceled, they canceled Punisher and they canceled, uh, Jessica Jones, uh, uh, after Daredevil Season 3 was announced as canceled, so, really good shows, um, the, I think the biggest issue would be that, um, uh, 
it really the the Netflix shows really were the the redheaded stepchildren of uh, the, the Marvel universe because the movies never referenced them because the movies were built on referencing each other to let you know that this was a universe a shared universe uh, the quality of the shows when it became clear that Netflix was going to cancel the shows took a toll um, Iron Fist season two um, I think was good because it was actually building towards things. In fact, I'll give the, some of these shows credit. That Luke Cage plot, like, it was referenced. It was being built up in uh, the last uh, season of, of Alias. Um, Daredevil season three, I think, was the one that it showed that, okay, we're going to bring in Bullseye. Uh, we're, we're not going to do it as, as big or as crazy. Um... We're, we're going to have, like, uh, certain fights are going to be a little bit more low-key. But Punisher Season 2 sucked. I don't care what anyone says. Like, there, it, it was entertaining. But in terms of, uh, like, 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 lower the budget a little bit, like, prove me wrong. Uh... Like, there, like, it was problematic. Like, three episodes in, uh, I got the sense that, like, all right, the show's over. Uh, we're just going to do, uh, like, like, like real basic, uh, give them what they want. Uh, they, they want gunfights? Gun all right, we'll have gunfights. If they want fistfights, we'll give them fistfights. Uh, season one of Punisher had something to say. Season two of Punisher was like, eh, how much longer do I got to be here? But it was entertaining, but it was almost mindless. Almost. Like, it didn't, like, it like it lost its voice. And that's, a like, a tough thing to deal with. So, uh, okay. Um, Jessica Jones Season 3. By virtue of it not being like a special effects heavy show to begin with, um, and the fact that it was coming off season two, which wasn't as critically well received, what they managed to do with season three, I'll give them credit for. I really enjoyed it because it's like, okay, we have these characters, they're dealing with problems, um... I kind of got the sense that Kristen Ritter wasn't, like, as enthusiastic, like, but that her character was not an enthusiastic character in general, so I thought it was good acting at the time, so this might be, like, things that I hear now, uh, like, uh, like, like, kind of, uh, uh, getting, creeping into my head, but, um... In terms of, yeah, so Kristen Ritter did a uh, an interview, uh, and 
I don't. I didn't watch the interview. I just read the, the text of it. She kind of gave the sense that she was done with the Marvel Universe. Like, like Deborah Ann Wolf and Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio. I don't know about Charlie Cox, but I've I, I've gotten the sense that um, certain uh, certain actors would love to come back to do the Marvel stuff because they like they they enjoyed what they were doing. Kristen Ritter, I think she enjoyed... I don't know how much she enjoyed what she was doing, but she she definitely gave the sense that, yeah, I'm kind of done with that. And... Like, she was involved for a long time. Like, she did The Defenders, she did three seasons of her own show, and... Uh... Okay, so... The... Uh... The deal with the shows now about if they were to do a revival, which isn't happening uh, anytime soon, the the way the shows would work is that they have to... They, Marvel can't use the characters in anything for two years. So I think this is the first year, and like after next year, uh, I think they're free to do whatever, but... I would, I would, if I could choose who I would like to see come back, I would definitely, the Daredevil cast and crew, because, uh, like, they're, they have a bullseye now, uh, and he's a really good-ass bullseye, uh, they have a great kingpin, which, Vincent D'Onofrio is kingpin in a Spider-Man movie, come on, like, especially after the way Far From Home ended, come on, everyone wants Craven. it's like, or Chameleon, it's like, no, <clears throat> like I don't know how uh, how long they're willing to wait to make a Spider-Man movie, but Kingpin, please, God, like have Sony and um, and Disney throw uh, money at Netflix to like because here's the thing about contracts, they are breakable, they are so breakable, like you can pay to break a contract, you can give concessions, you can make deals. There is no such thing uh, uh, as an impossible contract. So, uh, would I like a Disney Plus, like, uh, Defenders? Like, maybe not Defenders, but, because Defenders was hyped, and it was, uh, it under-delivered. Uh, looking back on the shows, uh, would I... Knowing what I know now, would I be as excited? And the answer to that is yes. Uh, even the shows that sucked had good moments. Uh, like the like the relationship of Jessica Jones and Luke Cage in, uh, early on. The... Uh, like Luke Cage... Uh, like dealing uh, with... Like, going into, like, the the money house and just robbing the place, that was awesome. Uh, Iron Fist, season two, had a lot of great fights. Alright, guys, uh, I'm going to take a break. uh, Not even a break, I'm done, but I've been talking for an hour. But, peace.